Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about what does electrifying homes mean in the 21st century and strategies for living the life you want sooner rather than later. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. It is June 16th. Exactly a week from now, we will be heading to New Orleans to hang out and eat good food. Probably need to buy me some um, uh, some of these comfortable shoes so that uh, I'm going to walking a lot to, to help counteract all this eating we're going to do. But let's let's get to the show. So on, on, the, on the episode yesterday... Or, or maybe even the one before that, I used the term called electrifying homes. And as, as, as one of the trends that are happening uh, this century, and let me differentiate that from electrifying homes in, 1900, uh, in the 19th century, because electrifying homes in this century is, is different. So we, we have electricity, but the majority of electricity that, was, that, that, that powered homes in the 19th century was fossil fuels. And what we learned is that's killing the uh, that's killing the um, uh, the earth, um, and so you got this century where we're like, all right, how do we reverse or neutralize what we've been doing uh, to the to the atmosphere? And that goes to the energy trend towards one hundred percent renewables. Because as I mentioned before, if, if we can get to one hundred percent, or when we get to one hundred percent renewables as our energy source, that's basically free energy because um, we got unlimited wind solar uh, energy. We have water energy, tons of water. Uh, most of the earth is water. Uh, we even got volcano energy. And so that's, that's what we're moving towards. Um, and so electrification is as battery technology improved, which is improved, improved a lot because we used to just use batteries in the 80s, 90s for like, um, you know, Walkmans and uh, Walkman. Some of y'all young folks might not know what a Walkman is. But for different electronics, then it moved into the cell phone, and now it's accelerating to where batteries can store um, more power. Again, Tesla is just the energy company; they they their batteries power cars first to to get the money to improve the technology and do more research and development. And now it's moving to uh, electrify homes, right? Provide battery technology for homes, which is the Tesla Powerwall I talked about before. And so when I say electrifying homes. Uh, it's basically talking about replacing fossil fuels to power homes and use uh, renewable energy stored in battery technology to to power the homes. And it's going to be a transition. So if and all of us who everybody who's a homeowner knows like your water heaters run on gas, AC run on gas, fireplace gas, stove gas. And so by replacing those. Uh, you, you can now, not, I don't know, and I'm still learning about this, but replacing your fireplace relatively easy to, 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 to power, you know, no longer with natural, uh, natural gas, um, stove, they have electric stoves, um, 
AC, right? You use, you can use heat pumps. And I was like, heat pumps? Man, I never heard of that before. So I started researching and listening to quite a few podcasts on it and reading on it. And it's it's almost the same thing as an AC, just a couple of different parts to make to make things move differently. Um, and I, I couldn't explain it at the moment, but the point is it's 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 better for the environment. And I'm I'm still kind of researching that thing. So I didn't I had never heard of heat pumps, but but in um and it's 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 apparently uh carbon neutral and 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 it doesn't cost like maybe like a few hundred bucks more than ac problem is when we buy acs it's like a last minute or or not a last minute buy but a quick buy that we don't do a lot of research on um and there's like tons of electric you know ac hvac people who are not trained on those type of units so you talk about job opportunities I mean, there. I heard something like there's a million, you know, a million job shortage for, for the contractors needed to electrify homes because of because of the training needed and all that kind of stuff. So lots of job opportunities. And I mentioned yesterday, you have governments around the world that are putting serious money, including ours, towards moving the world towards a more clean, uh, clean energy uh, environment. And so, yeah, that's what electrifying homes mean. Let's go to the second topic that we're going to talk about, and it's going to be more around life planning. And and I feel like, not I feel like I told you I'm talking about this more, right? I think and I think more people are more receptive to it after COVID and getting to spend more time with the people they love and doing what they love. That people are just more receptive to it. I yeah, I read I read seven, um, not seven. I read four hour work week over ten years ago and have been transitioning, you know, my life towards a life where I could not have, you know, live the life that I want to live and plan the life that I want to live for, for a while now. And, um, but a lot more people are receptive to it. So let's, let's go into some, some more ideas. And so first step in doing it is you really want to prioritize what things are important to you in life. Let me, let me explain what I mean. So if I, if I go deep with somebody and I ask them, Hey, if you're living the lifestyle that you want, like what are some of the important things that you spend, you know, that you want to spend your money on? I hear a lot. I want to be able to, you know, travel, do experience, experience new things. I want to be able to, um, you know, eat out when I want to. I want to be able to have more free time. Uh, and then we get to the housing, you know, they say, Hey, I want to, maybe I don't want to go to the, movies every time. I want to have a nice meeting room in my house. I want to have a good yard for my kids, you know, and I'm just, this is not what everybody says, but I'm just giving some examples of what people, what people might say. And that's, that's what I call like, not surface level thinking, but step one thinking, right. It's, it's, it's level one. Uh, and, and, we, and we want to go a little bit deeper, right? Okay. Um, why is that important? So you dig deeper and then you realize Hey, in order to have those things, you you actually don't have to have it in the way that you that you currently have it. Let's let's use the example of a house, right? You say, hey, I want a nice house um, that has all these amenities that I want. Well, um, you can you can free up some money to do more travel, leisure, eat out. Uh, you know, have to work less and have more free time if you would just buy the house in a different location. And let's just take DFW, for example. Now I was, I was playing on Redfin's website and looking at different, different homes in different areas. And, um, 
uh, uh, I looked at basically three, you know, three different areas for lo- for location. I looked at Red Oak, which is way, which is pretty far out. I looked at Mansfield. I looked at Dallas, uh, and I looked at the different types of homes. And I was like, in, in Dallas specifically, I looked at like Dallas close to a, a nice neighborhood, Kester Park, close to not too far from downtown, but not right in the city. And 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 uh, and so I said, okay, if you wanted to buy a house with all these amenities in um, in the nice neighborhood Kester Park in Dallas, you know, for the for for the for the for the same type of house, right? For the same house that's maybe a you know, a little over three thousand square foot house, you know, five bedrooms, something like that. Um, you know, like a, just a average upper middle income household for a family, right? You're you're probably going to be playing pretty close to eight nine hundred thousand a million dollars, um, you know, for, for for that house, right? And this is kind of at a minimum. Uh, that 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 same house or similar house. You can you can probably get it in Mansfield uh, for maybe five six hundred thousand uh, dollars, right? And it, these are these are rough estimates. I look at multiple different homes to get a feel for it, but it's something like three four hundred thousand dollars less um, money you'd have to pay for just going down the street. That's a lot of freed up money. If you go a little further out, maybe let's say you know Red Oak instead of paying six hundred thousand, right? You, you you might can get it for you know, 350, 400,000, right? So significantly less. And I'm pretty sure if I kept moving the map out, you um, uh, you can get it for a lot cheaper going further out. And and of course, in all those areas, you can find different deals and all that kind of stuff. And let's not get into those nuances. The, the point is, let me go to one more point. I mean, heck, if you really, if you really, really want to do it, I mean, you can move to um, a different country and be able to like South, you know, there's a lot of beautiful areas in South and Central America that has way better climate <laughs> and you can buy a significantly, you know, more home uh, for, for your dollars. And so one thing to think about is if I, if I want a nice house, who says I have to, who, who says I'm, I'm married to the area that I'm in and some people, and, and so then, then the excuses come of saying, Oh, but this, that, and next. I have to have this. I gotta have this school district. There's solutions for all of that if you think through it um, properly. It's it's gonna be uh, you. There's a saying: you can have anything you want in life, but not everything and what you want in life. And so you you first, when I say prioritize, you want to prioritize like what's most important. So then, as you go down, as you as you layer those things on, you can make the trade-off. So if you just are super married to the school district and that's super important to you, then maybe you got maybe your trade-off is you buy a smaller home in that school district. Or the trade-off is um uh you you have less free time because you work longer hours. Or the trade-off is maybe you keep the biggest home in the school district and um or the big home you have in the school district and you don't get to travel more, right? But but the trade-off is going to be important. And I and I find that most people don't do the trade-off evaluation when they're looking at their money. Other thing is the easiest thing to do in this in this market is to put yourself in a position to earn either more money for the time you work or earn the same amount of money for less work. But you got to find a job in the industry that's part of the, the the big trend because they have a shortage of workers. So let's go back to what I mentioned when I was talking about electrifying homes. 
there's a huge shortage of people that that know how to um, install heat pumps, work on heat pumps. Uh, there's tons of HVAC folks, and it's still a shortage of HVAC folks, you know. But there's a real shortage of HVAC folks who know how to work on heat pumps, and that that is coming. That's an emerging trend. If you invest the time and the effort to learn that now, uh, you're gonna you're gonna be able to print money because you're you can train folks, you can work on it, you can put out content on it. Like the sky's the limit for that. Uh, you can there's there's a there's opportunities you you, you want to think of content creators podcasters people who have youtube channels blog writers all that kind of stuff as the new salespeople of today i was looking at tim ferris uh who's a one of the best podcasters around and he charges something like fifty four thousand per um you know per episode you're a sponsor in and he has multiple sponsors so you can do the math on how much how much money he makes We, we saw joe rogan who I believe so his podcast for like a hundred million dollars to Spotify. You had the, um, what's his name? Bill, Bill Russell, Bill Simmons, the sports guy who sold his podcast to ESPN for $200 million. <clears throat> and you have all these, you, and you have, you know, a lot of small podcasters who are making 87,000 a year, you know, podcasting, working a few hours a week on topics they love. And so the, the content creator is the new, you can separate jobs into two different categories. Um, let's say two different categories to keep it simple. You got the actual people that like work on things, people that make things, people that create things. Uh, and then you have the salespeople. In, in the business, you got the people who make the stuff and the people who sell business. Forget about managers and all that kind of stuff. Just those are the two m- main roles. And so, uh, and so you, if you're making things, again, you got the clean energy stuff. You also have installation for things like pelotons or all these smart home deals i think i think i mentioned in the previous episode the person who has brought in our peloton made like 150 dollars an hour for like 30 minutes of work not to mention installing you know the 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 you know ring security like all these smart security type stuff like it's a lot of money to be made and you can turn that income off and on with uber type income if you if like uber type income if you learn to do it and by the way the industry is going here um, you have another other makers who are like programmers, you know, pro, um, which programming is a lot, but I would simply, if you know how to do write code, I would learn how to write code for the new, new type of technology that's coming specifically right now. Coding in the crypto industry is huge. I mean, I got a, I got a quote for, um, um, the, these, these crypto brokers who connect financial institutions, um, uh, to manage their models on their platform. And it, that bill was crazy or, or what they were charging was crazy, but the coders are making lots of money doing that. So programming is, is, you know, good uh, mechanic for electric vehicles. A lot of, there's a lot of mechanic for older vehicles, not a lot of mechanics who know how to, um, who, who, you know, Tesla, gonna, Tesla, GM, all these folks are going to need people who can work on these um, EVs. And I'm sure there's going to be, just like we have the 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 the, um, the people who work on computers today, like the Geek Squad of Best Buy, you know, there's going to be people who are going to need to work on the software of cars in the future. Now, Tesla brings it internal, but Tesla's going to need to hire more people and so the other car companies. So, getting that skill set, which the cool part about that skill set is, you can that that can become a remote job um, because they they do they do software updates and all that kind of stuff virtually. You also have you know, if you're a medical practitioner, which used to be a 100% face-to-face, now you have things like Teladoc, 
which again is the stock that we own in the macro opportunity strategy, where you can deliver healthcare, a lot of the healthcare uh, virtually and embracing that increases quality of life and doesn't necessarily um, take away from, from, from income. Online stores, online, um, you know, anything online where you're able to deliver services um, to people uh, or deliver goods and, you know, goods to people and selling goods to people online is a uh, um, unlimited opportunity. Lots of folks are making lots of money with online stores. Shopify is a big enabler of that company we own in the, in the macro opportunity strategy. Uh, of course, people know about Amazon, the, you know, the company we own. Uh, Airbnbs, right? People who are investing in real estate, uh, Airbnb, and it's people, a lot of folks, a lot of folks know about it now, but there's still a lot of upside in owning and operating a, uh, Airbnbs, similar to like a hotel operator, supply and demand. Because you can make more on an Airbnb uh, if you're good at it than if you're just, you know, doing it for, uh, or you could potentially make more if you're just, uh, 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 as opposed to just like renting it to renters. Um, another another thing people can do is to improve the lifestyle is use technology to drive down costs. So let's walk back through, you know, Tesla, Tesla's, I look at the uh, price of Tesla's and some of the other EVs on the marketplace. And they're, you know, they're about the same uh, cost as a car note, a regular car note, <sighs> a regular car note for one of the gas guzzlers. And so that cost stays neutral. But what you eliminate is a five to ten thousand dollar a year gas bill, you know, depending on you know how often uh, you drive, and 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 you combine that with remote work, and um, yeah, I mean it, it, you know, it doesn't even improve your elect, it doesn't even drive your electricity bill up uh, that much. Uh, lower insurance, insurance cost gets lower because you have Tesla insurance, which is more specialized, and they can track everything you're doing. And so that's the savings. Uh, I mentioned remote work, live anywhere, work anywhere. That's an option to to save yourself uh, some money and improve your quality of life. Um, and 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 going back to the housing thing, you know, if, if if you have remote work, that really frees up where you can live. And and with the electric vehicle and uh, remote work. You, that, that takes that 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 reduces a big chunk of your expenses per month, frees up a lot of capital, because uh, two of the big expenses are transportation uh, or energy cost um, and and housing cost, and then to save even more on your electricity in your home, by do do I mentioned in a previous episode, so, solar panels, battery pack, um, so that way you drive down the cost of your energy, and if and if you do it really right, you can have negative energy, which means you get paid. Uh, for um, selling energy uh, back to the grid. So there's lots of opportunities to um, do lifestyle planning, but you can't be lazy, right? If you, if you, do every, if you, if you want to live the life that nobody else is able to live, meaning a quality, good quality of life, you got to do what most people are not willing to do. So you got to do the work of doing things that are new or that are uncomfortable, like prioritizing how you want to spend your money, being open to remote work, being open to uh, a heat pump and doing the research on that versus a regular AC, looking at solar panels, which by the way, I listened to a podcast episode yesterday and Tesla uh, is actually offering, it's crazy, like 10 year financing at 1% for their solar panel package, which ends up being something like 150 bucks a month. Uh, 
Um, and so it's a lot more affordable than what you might think. And, and that's, it's only going to become more affordable. So, um, if, if you combine that with, um, you know, with the, 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 the 10% or so of your money that you do end up saving and investing, right. When you invest, you make sure that you, uh, if it, you can increase your work income by, uh, working in industries that are, um, innovating in, in, in the, in the five main areas I'll talk about. And then if you invest your money in those areas, stocks and companies, uh, and, and like I said, Airbnb, real estate, things like that. Um, you also participate with your passive money, uh, in those industries. And you also, you know, compound the impact of a better quality of life, uh, in the now, not only now, but also in the future. And then if you layer that with, you know, saving your money in a superior currency, you know, i.e. Bitcoin, because currency is important. I think I mentioned on a previous episode, people in America have experienced a better quality of life than just about most everybody else on the planet. Definitely better than the old superpower being, uh, you know, the average UK uh, citizen. And it wasn't because we're smarter. It's just that we had a better economy, better monetary system, better currency better currency, better monetary system of the future is Bitcoin. And as it continues to rise relative to um, other currencies and, and cost of goods in that currency, you end up with a net better result. Meaning if, 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 you, if you're saying, hey, I live in America and the average house is going, the average you know, cost of my living in America is going up at 5% a year, 10% a year, whatever that number is, but your savings is growing at, you know, 50 to hundred percent a year, which is a lot less than what Bitcoin has grown in the past, but a reasonable assumption for the next five to 10 years, in my opinion, then that means like uh, the cost of your living relative to your savings, the money that you have in savings is cheaper. And then if you get paid in Bitcoin, right, if you end up doubling up and getting paid in Bitcoin, um, then you're getting paid in a superior currency that's making your cost of living even cheaper over time. And so this is math nerd stuff. But the point is, be strategic on how you think about planning your life. Like the biggest opportunity in the time that we live right now is the majority of people are struggling with the past. They're, they're saying, they're saying, hey, I want things to stay the way they are. They're not. They never do. Like they're the person who said, I want to keep horse and buggies. I like horse and buggies. Or I want to keep using kerosene to light my homes, or I want to, you know, um, you know, I want to, you know, we, I'm trying to think of, of the of the of the major changes. I, you know, I, I want to keep, you know, going door to door to make my sales calls when we invented something like the telephone, right? There's just, or I want to travel, I want to travel town to town to sell versus. Uh, using a using a cell phone um, to more efficiently sell stuff like the people who win are people who embrace technology and they improve the quality of life so you got to embrace it don't be afraid of it um, and, and be strategic in how you plan out your life until tomorrow talk to you then if you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. 
That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.